All right, what's good, everybody? We are back to High 16, the number one hip-hop podcast. I know a lot of you guys have been like, whoa, I was not expecting to hear this because it's been about a, almost a year since the last time nice Since the last time an episode of High 16 came out. It was about September of last year, I think. And a lot has changed, and you know, I don't want to tell my whole story. At some point, I'm going to tell the whole story of like everything that like, I mean, you got to do a full has, has transcript, put it on BET and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to give them, give them the real, but... Um, long story short, I just had a lot of life situations transpire. You know what I mean? Shit happens sometimes. And um, I'm going to take these headphones off because, you know, I don't really need them. Uh, and so I had a lot of things transpire. And now um, I've kind of come to this place of where I'm ready to, like, reset and rebrand and bring High 16 back the way it's supposed to be. Because I know I, I still get a few people here and there, like, send me a DM or text asking what's up. Oh, yeah. And so... You know, I, I wanted to bring it back, and so here we are. We're back. In fact, somebody just hit me the other day, and I was telling them very, very soon. And so I'm happy that I'm here to do this finally. Um, nothing much has changed. You guys can still follow us, High 16 Show, um, on Instagram and Twitter. And I have somebody new with me. I know I've had like a million co-hosts. <laughs> but, you know, this hip-hop thing is fluid, and you can talk to anybody about, about the culture. And so I got somebody here. You guys may know him. He was on episode eight, right? I think it was episode eight. You were on way back. Ago. Yeah, it was a while yeah, ago, about while two ago. years ago. Um, uh, his name is Ace. I let him kind of introduce himself. What's going on, guys? I go by Ace Killing Him. That's on all socials. Um, just a kid who loves hip hop. I grew up in this shit. Um, yeah. Started from Black Album to Machiavelli, uh, Ready to Die. Those, those are some of my favorite albums. So, you know, a little culture, yeah, yeah. know a little bit what I'm talking about every now and again. Yes, he has really good opinions, and um, hopefully we don't agree too much. Because that's, that's, that's the goal, is that Sorrell is still around. He'll be on, I'm sure, in a later show. Uh, me and him didn't agree a lot, so it was good. So, yeah. so hopefully me and Ace don't agree on the same music, because there is an age gap here. I think what it is, our views are similar. I think our approach is completely different, though. All right, all right, uh, yeah, so. yeah. So I'm looking forward. We're going to have some good conversation for you guys. Now, another change is coming to the show. You guys, you know, in the past, we, I used to give you guys like an hour show, hour and a half, this and that. But I'm working on a lot of different content right now, as is Ace. And so because of that, I kind of wanted to shorten the show down and kind of leave it more focused on one or two central topics. And I think we'll get a lot better uh, conversation and, and discussion around those topics. We're also going to have some roundtables in the future where we'll have other people on here with us and kind of arguing and debating about certain topics in hip hop. So we're going to shorten the show down. The goal is to keep it around 16 minutes to kind of keep it in that high 16 uh, format. Uh, this episode's probably going to be a little bit longer, uh, because there is something big to discuss and it is our first show in a long time and it's mine and Ace's first show together alone. So, uh, we're going to, this might go a little bit longer than 16 minutes. So I apologize if that's too long for you, but stick around, please. We've got some good conversation for you. All right. No, you're going to want every last second of this. Yeah, yeah. 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 Now I know that you guys have seen the title <coughs> of this podcast, so you know, we are here to discuss Scorpion. Which just dropped over the weekend, Drizzy Drake. Yeah, I got. I, I'm ready. I'm ready to talk about Drake. You ready yeah. to talk about Drake? We've been talking about Drake, I think, as a culture for for a while now, uh, but more so, more so in the recent few uh, recent past because he had some situations leading into this album with Pusha T and Kanye and the Good Music Camp. Domestic uh, Beast, Baby Mama Drama, New Children. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a lot of situations. But before we get into the album, I want to talk about how we got here. Let's go for it. You know, like like a little timeline of events for those that may not 
have been paying too much attention. How far back are we starting with this? Are we going original pushing this or no, 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 no. I don't want to go that far. I just kind of want to go maybe the last year or so, maybe two years. Okay. Um, so we got two subpar albums. <laughs> okay. I mean, yeah, yeah, that's one, that's one, that is one thing that is straight. We got two subpar albums. However, I'll, I'll say this. I, an album and a playlist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The second one wasn't yeah. an album, but I will say this. The, Views, you guys might go back to the, our views episode. I don't remember what number, maybe 40, 42. I don't know. If I, if I got that right, that's crazy. You're just guessing. But we discussed views, and I remember having really strong views on views. <laughs> and and it wasn't that I hated the album. It was more so just that. It wasn't his album. It was, yeah, it wasn't what I wanted. It was Party's album. Yeah. Like, yeah. You can listen to every track on there and be like, this is Party's, this is Party's, this is Party's. Okay, yeah. maybe this was Drake's, but... Yeah, it disappointed me a little bit in that. Um, and so, views didn't suck, but it was subpar. I'll, I'll say it was subpar. It was subpar for for his bar that he had set in previous albums. If you're comparing Drake to Drake, you sucks. Because okay. it wasn't his lane. Okay. That, that whole album was literally P3. It, okay. That's what we should have got. And then when we got P3, it was subpar as well. So it's like, P3 was definitely subpar. Come on over here. I, I really over. wanted to enjoy P3 too. And I, I tried. I was <laughs> I tried because I, I loved so one sad. and two. So I really tried to enjoy three and it just wasn't there. So hopefully party comes back with some, some fire soon, but yeah, I want to stay on Drake for a second. So views, views was subpar. We can agree there. We can agree with subpar. I think most people agree on that. Uh, I don't really discuss more life. It was just kind of like, that was just kind of thrown together to me. Um, I don't really, I don't, I don't rank that as a Drake album. That's not like a Drake album. You kind of have to rank it in the body of his discography though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, of course. Because he gave us looking all perky, like, I'm sorry, Drake. You gotta hold that. <laughs> but but I don't I don't view it in an album in that I won't hold that against him when I judge his discography. I have to, I have to hold because yeah. I can't look at you as a lyricist mm-hmm. and look at you as a top tier rapper. So I have to look at you as an artist. And if I'm looking at you as an artist, I have to judge your entire body of work. I could respect and unfortunately, that. Unfortunately, more life is a part of that with gigs and. Every other misguided feature that was Giggs, on that. Gigs is popping on, on, in London, though, just no. so you know. I listen to a lot of uh, Beats 1 radio, and I hear a lot of gigs. I love like, <laughs> rhyme and UK music, but I'm not. I, I can't do Looking All Perky. <laughs> gigs has to go somewhere far. I need him to go to like, Siberia, Alaska. Just chill. Stay there. Gigs is right. I've heard some other songs from that I right. But mm-hmm. I feel you. I, I hate that song. I hate that song, though. I do hate that song. Um, okay, so, so More Life is also subpar. Body of Work as well. Um, but even aside from that, you had situations where he was kind of throwing jabs at Jay, and Jay was throwing them back and forth. We've been playing this dance. Yeah, they've been they've been yeah. dancing for a couple years. I think since his feature on Blueprint Three, like right after that, there was a diss somewhere in there, and they they just kept going back and forth trading. Well, I think shots. it started with title. I think it started with Drake not coming the title and going going for the Apple Music deal because that's what the majority of the jabs Jay has been throwing at him have been about ownership. Mm-hmm. You know, being black empowerment, boss. being your own boss. Like he was more, you know, all of his lines have kind of point, pointed in that direction. Even the line on um, the Carters where he said, uh, he says something about I got the title because I got the title. Uh, niggas want to ride they wave somewhere else. Something like that. I forgot the line. But, but that, that you can look at it as being directed at Drake. Oh, uh, that was Drake and Kanye. Kanye. And he, so. I mean, there's a lot of subs at Kanye and Drake. We'll discuss the Carters album uh, in the future. But uh Jay has been throwing these jabs, so you've had that situation. You've had the situation with Meek leading up to this album. It's been a lot of drama around around Drake uh, over the last two years or so. Yeah, and so, 
I think leading up into this album, I was expecting him to sound, um, I won't say mad because he gave us I'm upset and I was upset when I heard that. Oh my! <laughs> but I'm <laughs> not not angry, but I wanted to. He- I I was expecting to hear Drake come a little bit more focused. I wanted album. Drake to come out. I wanted this to be his uh, Nas and Me Now or Hate Me Now. Hate Me Now moment. Okay. And- which I am off of I am, which is a really yeah. good album. One of and my I favorite albums. I was expecting it to be just like straight fire, like you're giving us bars out the gate. Yeah. And I feel like he gave us a light tap with the intro, and we just continued to get jabs here and there, but nothing really solid, nothing that stuck. It was like a Mayweather fight instead of a Tyson fight. And I wanted okay. Tyson. Well, okay, that's funny you say that because could could he even come with that approach after Jay Prince publicly comes out and says we're dead in the beef, like? We're not here for that. We're not those kind of dudes. You know what I mean? Like, can he even be as direct as it sounds like you wanted him to be after Jay Prince did that? There's You don't necessarily have to be direct and still give me defiant empowerment. You know what I mean? And that's okay. what I was looking for was defiant empowerment. And he kind of gave me like, I'm here. I'm going to continue to be here. And there's nothing y'all can really do about it. Okay. And that's cool. Yeah, yeah. But, like, and- I want to see a nigga get socked. <laughs> you ver- verbally, yeah. verbally, you mean? Okay, okay. I mean, sometimes niggas like seeing niggas get socked in real life too. But, uh, but I didn't want, again. I didn't, I didn't want that that beef to get physical. I just want, I know what you mean. No. I wanted you wanted him to be throwing uh, verbal haymakers, so to speak. And I, they didn't even necessarily have to be directed at push. He could have been throwing those haymakers at us. Which okay, is what I expected him to do. I mean, he did that in the in the bio of the album, <laughs> in yeah. the little description of the little, album. Little, that was very sassy. <laughs> it was very sassy. I didn't like that Drake. That was very that was that Drake was pretty is a lame. Sassy dude though, like <laughs> light skin, you Canadian. Like, that was he's lame. Not really all the way there. That was lame very because male emoji. Uh, yeah, because it was because I feel like every artist ha- goes through those things. You know, every artist goes through. You're gonna get a segmented fan base at some point, right? Because when you do this long enough, you know, except except for Jay Z, um, when you do the. Even no, Hove has changed. But what, what I'm gonna say is, when you do this long enough, you gotta evolve, right? Your music yeah. is gonna change. You know, fans got to accept it. The nigga you liked when he was 19 is not going to be the same nigga you liked when he's 31. No, like, it's not. just not going to happen. You and know, think about There's a problem. There's a problem there. Yeah. Like, think about your own life. <laughs> you know, we, we want artists to be consistent and always be the same for, for 15 years. But when you started listening to this artist and, and you was 15, 16 years old, are you the same person today? Oh, not at all. So I'm not the same person I was yesterday. I don't need I don't need artists to stay the same or to be one way or be in a box, whatever, whatever, because. Um, every artist has, has gone through this, you know, evolution. evolution and, you know, some do it better than others. <laughs> That's really what it comes down to. So people aren't mad at you, Drake, for evolving and changing and doing different things. It's just that I just don't think he's found the perfect sound to settle on. I won't say that I'm mad at him for trying to change and evolve. I'm yeah. mad at his approach. Okay. I like... The optics. I've got, yeah, I've got family in Toronto, so I go out there kind of somewhat often. Okay. I know what the culture is. I know what the vibe is like out there, and I see him trying to, like, give us that, but at the same time, it was just done in a very, like, culture vulture way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I've always felt that. The way he latched on to, like, the grime, the grime sound, like, I was on grime when Tip came out with Chip on yeah. uh, Hustle Gang. Okay. So I've been listening to them since then. I'm like, okay, like, these guys can really spit. And Drake just kind of trying to throw them on. Wrote it as a wave. Steal their K and shit. Steal their sound. I didn't like it. Yeah. I really hated Caribbean Drake. That is my I, I, least, that's my least favorite. Drake. I don't oh, like Caribbean Drake either. However, Blim is still fire. But aside from that, I don't like Caribbean Drake either. The only Caribbean Drake that I really like is when he was doing like a half-ass Caribbean with uh, P. 
Penny. Oh no, what is he going by? Preen. Oh, oh, pre- okay. Um, uh, P. Rain. Yeah. P. I know him. As AKA P. Rain. AKA P. Rain. Now he's Preen. He's changed his name so many damn times. It's P. Rain. Yeah, it's P. Rain to me too. ATM. Yeah, he's P. Rain to me also. Uh, so, okay, I, I can get with that. The approach, the approach factor. That's that. That's kind of been my main thing too. Um, the way he kind of just rides certain people's waves, and it seems it doesn't come across as paying homage. It comes across as just culture, culture. as stealing. Yeah. yeah, you know, using it to, to better himself, and then and then he ends up segmenting his fan base, right? Because you mm-hmm. have this fan base when he first came out that loves backpack Drake, right? Backpack and R and B Drake um, when he first came out, right? Comeback season, yeah. room for improvement. He was that was backpack Drake. You know what I mean? He was just I rapping. That, uh, Winter Jacket Drake. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he was just rapping to rap on the on those albums. And so when I when you get, you know, to a certain level and he gets to this pop star level, now he has to get a get a broader audience. So I, I understand it. So he, but when he does that, it just comes across as so who are, who is the real you? Who am I supposed to really gravitate to, and, and understand you as an artist because you're you're all over the place sometimes. Well, I think what we've also seen with Drake is, as we all know. It sounds like he's a very emotional dude and gets attached to things rather easily, quickly, and very hard. Yeah, yeah, I, I can respect. That. I'm a Scorpio. I'm like that too sometimes. I'm like that too sometimes. So I, okay. I, I understand. I understand where Drake comes from on that level. But see, I think with that <laughs> and him falling in love with these things and not really knowing himself yet, we get mm, these. Ace getting deep. Yeah, we get these. <laughs> Not quite what it was supposed to be. Albums slash playlist slash whatever the hell you want to call it. Okay. And we get sing songy Drake, and then we get Caribbean Drake, and then we get grime Drake, and we get gigs looking all perky. It's just like, all right. Like, it just it's enough. just all over the place. Yeah. Okay, so now, yeah, I'm upset. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so you get this segment of Drake. So I understand why he's being sassy in the in the description, all that. Okay, but I didn't like that. That's the first thing I didn't like. Just reading that before I listened to the album, I was like, okay, so he's going to be mad, sassy, the whole album. That's what I was expecting. I thought it was coming in, though. Yeah, so I, yeah. thought it was, I was like, oh, this is kind of cute. Yeah, but, yeah. So the album starts, and you talked about survival. You wanted more haymakers than that. Oh, yeah. And we're not going to go through every track because there's way too many tracks, and we'll get to that in a second. Um, I like survival. That was a strong point in the album for me because, I, you know, he's always taking uh, intros pretty serious. You know, all of his yeah. intros have kind of been you have to. pretty good. Even though the ones, some of them aren't even, he's not even rapping. Like on Take Care, he doesn't even rap really. It's like, that's a really melodic intro on Take Care. But um, he takes intros very seriously. So I was happy to hear him approach the intro. It's great production, great rapping all together. Great start to the album. So I was thinking like, all right, we're going to be for a ride. We're going to be for a ride. I'm expecting this to be solid. Um, but I wasn't sure, you know, with 25 songs, what I was really going to get. Um, so, so what are your overall opinions on the album? Instead of going through like everything, I just kind of want to hear your opinions. I'll get my opinions on the album, and then we'll talk about our standouts, um, and then we'll take it from there. So what is what is your overall opinion um, after hearing this album? Side A, side B, 25 tracks, double disc for us, uh, double digital disc. I don't like the double disc. All right. One, it's too many songs. Two, everybody's putting out these memes and saying, suggesting that Oh, the first one is supposed to be super hard, super aggressive. The second one is supposed to be like <laughs> that ain't the real case. melodic. Like I saw a meme where we're like, oh, this is Drake in a do-rag on the first one, and then you got Drake in the final. <laughs> but we didn't really, like, I didn't feel that. I, I didn't feel like that either. I got Drake with like, you know those do-rags that had the sweatbands on? <laughs> so you can't really consider it a do-rag, but people call it one? That's what the first one was. The second one was the bonnet. I'm like, all right. Okay. He gives you a couple of haymakers here and there. Uh, Survival was a good record. 
Elevate was okay, and then I like Mob Ties. I feel like those are the ones where he was really I, trying to like. I might be the only one that don't like Mob Ties. Really, it's gonna grow on me, I think, because it has the production and it has the catchiness and the hook. Um, that's Amigos' record. First off, let's not fool ourselves. That's yeah. Amigos' record. Somebody in Quality Control. That's their record. I don't know who, yeah. but that's somebody in Quality Control record. Either Amigos uh, or Cardi. Did solid. You said who? QC did. Them oh yeah, solid. yeah, yeah, yeah. QC did them solid. Somebody threw him that record, but I, I think that song will grow on me. But it's not the kind of record that's going like. I'm not gonna play that a lot. I don't think. Now, if I hear it when I'm out, I will probably enjoy it. But I'm not gonna play that in my ride. I, I think, think that's probably gonna be the record that they're gonna kill us to death with in the clubs. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's gonna we're be gonna have no choice. Yeah. By like six <laughs> months in, I'm gonna be like, I don't ever want to hear this song again. Oh yeah, yeah. If you don't think at Dre, they haven't played that at Dre's already. Oh yeah. <laughs> like Mob Ties has been ran at Dre's a couple times already. Um, okay, so Mob Ties. That's on side A. What about side B? What do you like on side B? You like anything? <sighs> Side B, solid. I don't care for side B at all, to be honest with you. Wow. After listening to side A and then listening to side B, it almost put me to sleep. Okay. And I that, know that sounds views, like views almost put me to sleep. Views, views <laughs> put me to sleep a couple of times. It's good nap music. Oh, wow. But it almost put me to sleep. Like, I just got tired of listening to Drake all the way through. Um, everybody's really impressed with Jaded. I'm not that impressed with Jaded. Um, Jaded's all right. Yeah. I like Finesse. Blue tent with futures good. Y'all are gonna hate me, but I don't really care for Drake on After Dark. Wow. And I think the best song on side B is Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy, best song on side B. What's your best song on side A? You said, oh, was it Survival? Mm, no, nah, I gotta go Sanders Rose. Sanders Rose, Sanders Rose. Okay, okay. Alright, overall, over I'm with you on some of these things. Now now we talked before this podcast, we already kinda talked about my my standout records, but I'm still gonna give you guys give it to you guys. Um Side A doesn't do it for me. I'm I'm kinda opposite of you. Side really? A does not side A does not really do it for me. I'm more in the side B vein. I think I've I've decided I think I've landed on the fact that I enjoy R and B Drake over rap and Drake. And here's why. Rap and Drake over the years has too many blemishes for me. And what I mean by that, okay. what I mean by that is the ghostwriting. I, I can't get over that. I'm a hip hopper to his core. Yeah. I can't get over the fact that he's had a ghostwriter. I don't care about your reasoning behind it. I don't care if it was an act of goodwill trying to do uh, Quentin Miller a favor, whatever you want. I don't care. It doesn't matter to me. I That's a no go for me in hip hop. Like another nigga wrote your bars. I'm done. I'm off that boat. Now, I still like when he raps at times. Like, I love this verse on Look Alive. It's, th- it's still times where he comes through and I appreciate rapping Drake, but I don't really love the braggy, braggadocio Drake just talking all this shit, claiming he number one, all this, when it's like, nigga, you've had ghostwriters. Nigga, you didn't want to smoke with Pusha. Like, I don't, I don't want to hear none of that. I don't want to hear bragging Drake. So, side one doesn't really side a doesn't really do it for me in that same lane now there are st- still some records uh because i do love when he d- you know there are a couple records where he is rapping his ass off on side a like sanders rose i think we agree on that um is, is probably one of my favorite just rap songs on the album yeah uh that's his best his best rapping is on on that track uh and i love the intro so it is still records where he's rapping that i like um and i believe elevate is another one where, he, where he's rapping a little bit and i enjoy it but i'm more of a side b nigga on this on this uh on this uh, uh, album right here. Side B is slow. And so you do got to kind of find yourself in that lane and that vibe that you want to be in. But when you think about the music that's been releasing lately, every artist is releasing music kind of in that vein of side B, right? Every since, since Bryson Tiller, you know, quote unquote, created trap soul, 
every R&B nigga and girl is out there trying to make that same kind of sound. Now, some succeed, and when they do, okay. and they give you that 90s vibe, I love it. And that's why that's why I love After Dark so much. That's what we'll talk about that in a second. Songs, there's a lot of songs. We're at that age now. We're in 2018 where the 90s is considered old, right? Yeah, it's it's considered retro music. So when I hear, I get to hear those songs sampled and sped up or slowed down and kind of recreate it, it gives me that nostalgic feeling. And I enjoy I enjoy that. Even if it's not a sample, it may just be a song that just reminds me of that time. Mm-hmm. Right? Because Ty Dolla has been doing a lot of that. Jeremiah's been doing a lot of that. Any, anything a hit maker has been producing has been in that same lane. So I'm enjoying music that gives me that vibe. And Side B gives me that vibe. Like, it's a lot of that. It's a lot of that, uh, you know, 90s retro feel to it. Like, you know, when, when R&B was simple and good, it wasn't as abstract and garbage like it was over the last couple of couple of years or so the recent r&b is kind of taking it back and that's why i enjoy side b a little bit more uh than side a for me and after dark is my favorite record on a whole album <coughs> uh yeah, yeah i think so i think on the whole album mm-hmm. i think after dark i think ty dollar really blessed them with one and like i think that record was already done Oh, I think that record was already done. In the for yeah, that record was already done, and Drake heard it and was like, "I need to hop on that, my nigga." And he was like, "All right, bet." And he threw him on there. Um, speaking of already done, how many of these songs? Now we talked about the kind of like timeline coming up to this album. I'm glad you brought that up because I went through and I counted. How many of these songs do you think were not on the album before Pusha T dropped Infrared? Five to eight, because there is a couple bars directly addressing the whole situation in there. Yeah, and I'm just like, okay. I see what you did there, Drake. Yeah, there were a couple records on side A where I was just like, he just wrote this. Yeah. This one brand of my new. favorite bars in there was uh he's like, I was trying to get a guy, uh get a guy a leg up or something like that. I don't remember. But he didn't need a leg. <laughs> I got I don't remember all the bars right now. He did have a couple bars on survival that I enjoyed. Um, oh, I'd rather lose my leg. Something to that effect. I'd rather lose my leg. And I was Oh, like, he was talking about the Quinn the Quinn Miller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, I remember what you're talking about now. Yeah, he has some nice little little jabs in there. So yeah, there's a lot of records I think that did not that were not gonna be on this album prior to Infrared coming out. Forty five percent of the album was not there. Yeah. I think this album was originally going to be about fifteen songs. maybe I think I know because there were rumors of the double disc before. Okay. So So you I think, think they just took some stuff off? On there, but he went back in the booth and was just like, I'm about to get real sassy on y'all. We gotta we gotta address some of these things. Yeah. Okay, I I, I like that though. He couldn't not do it because <laughs> you just go and you pretend like it didn't happen, yeah. and like you don't have this blemish. Just like the more you pretend you don't have the ketchup stain on your shirt, the harder <laughs> we're gonna look at the ketchup stain on your shirt. So you might as well address it and then go get the bleach. I I like I like I like when songs are current. I love okay. that. I love that. Like you know when people were saying like. J. Cole wrote K.O.D. In, in two weeks or whatever. I don't know if that's true or not. But I like the idea of it being true. Like, I love hearing music right after they record it because I feel like it's more um, it's more intentional. I, I feel like it's more uh, vulnerable. And I feel like you get, you know, you get the real record. Because a lot of times these, these artists, you know, I don't know if, like, you guys have ever sat in, like, studio sessions and shit. But, like, a lot of times you'll know, like, people will do a song. You'll, you'll think it's done. You'll be like, oh, that shit hard. That shit hard, right? You come back to the studio six months later, it's a There's brand new record. record. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's another verse. It's They took some shit out. They added a bridge. Like, it's a whole new record. So, I like when you get the song the way it was meant to be the first time they thought they came with that concept. I like that. I don't know if that's necessarily 
what the intent was. I feel like for me, it's just more personal. Yeah. Because it's like you're giving me this, like you just made this, and you're giving me this right now. It's like okay, cool. Like you actually do care and respect us as fans. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's something where I'm like, okay, like you respect us as a fan. Now I'm more willing to be a consumer and to purchase your merchandise, stream your service, exactly, buy everything. You know, exactly. The only way I don't, the only um, times I don't like it is Kanye apparently because he did that shit and I didn't like that album with Ye. He did that on Ye. Yeah, supposedly Ye was like Kim came out and. I love how Kim is like his PR, by the way. <laughs> but <laughs> but Kim came out. Kim came out and said, "Like, yeah, it's like a completely different album." That's my Kim voice. Yeah, it's like a completely different album um, from originally, and I think it's really good. Like she said, some shit like that. So supposedly, like he changed the album entirely after like the whole MAGA hat and well, shit. Well, they said that with not only his album but the whole Nas movie. album, yeah, Tiana album. Like, so and I don't. So the only, only time I, only time I don't like it apparently is when Kanye do it. Like Kanye, I need you to just like. Take your time, finish the fucking album, and give me the album you worked so hard on. I don't want a rushed Kanye album, cause they, that nigga, we seen what he do when he rushing. I might be over Kanye albums, but that we'll say. That well, yeah, we yeah. we definitely gonna say that conversation, cause I want to talk about that. Uh, so yeah, so I like the fact that Drake kind of went in and changed some records and put some added some records to this project, and I think that might be why we got. Well, you said that it was probably gonna be a double disc anyway. Yeah, regardless, I think we were gonna get a double disc because I feel like he felt that he gave us uh, more life. With what, what was it, forty fucking songs or some ridiculous number like that, and it didn't really succeed. How, the way I don't he even remember how many songs. Shit, <laughs> so but he gave us that, and it didn't succeed the way he wanted it to succeed. Yeah, he didn't really care for it at all, and he was like, "All right, so we're gonna try this again. I'm gonna do a double disc." Because if you look at it, a lot of the greats have done a double disc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I okay. I don't like it's the idea. Yeah, I don't like the idea of doing a double disc just for the sake of doing a double disc. Like, not everybody can do a double. If disc. you want to solidify, Biggie your status. did a double disc. Life After Death is a masterpiece. Mm-hmm. Not everybody can do. Give you thirty fucking songs of fire. Like, not everybody can do that. Like, I, Life After Death has no down. Has no bad song. Well, you also got to remember who executive produced that shit. So, well, yeah. So, not everybody can do that shit. So, I don't. You don't need to give me a double. I don't need a double disc for you to solidify yourself as a great to me. I don't need that. Per, I don't at least. He does this thing where he plays by the old rules and the new rules at the same time. Mm. And I feel like he's one of the last few to kind of do it. So he wants to be that superstar of the 90s. So he did everything. Yeah, like you were more reclusive. You didn't really come out that much. So when you did, it was a big event. But he <clears> also <throat> wants to be more public with and more vulnerable with his records. So it's like you want to play this game and it's a very fine line to walk. I, I, okay, I, I, I can see that. I actually see how that could be taking place. Either way, I don't need a double disc. Now, Now I do want a double disc from Kendrick. I think Kendrick would give me a pretty good double disc. I think, I think, I think if Kendrick gave me a, a double disc, we'll get some fire. I gotta, yeah, we, can get, we can get fire out of that. We need diversity of producers on that. But yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, of course. But he, if, if, if damn would have been a double disc, if he would have re-released it as a double disc, because the first side A is already fire. Y'all going to hate me. <laughs> Y'all are going to hate me. What? I don't like that album. Oh wow! Yeah, we saving that one for okay. another day as well. Um, so let's talk about this 25, uh, 25 songs. We already said it's kind of too many. What's the sweet spot for you? Because I've been on record as saying I love albums that don't go over fourteen songs. I feel like if you give me anything under double digits, you cheated me. As far as length, like this seven album shit that Kanye's been doing in the whole good music camp, I'm upset with. Um, yeah. But if you give me anything over 15, so anything <laughs> between 10, well, 12 to 15, I'm good with. 
Okay. I feel like that's the perfect length. Your album should be an hour long. If you give me forty five <laughs> minutes, thirty minutes, I'm gonna be upset with you, especially yeah. if the music is. Yeah. What about what about four forty four? Because that was about fifty minutes, I think. And it's but fifty is right there on the and board. And it's ten songs. And each one of those songs is about a good five minutes. I think the shortest one on there is like Mar- like Marcy Me. I think is like yeah, two minutes and it's like two thirty. Yeah. But to me, it was, oh, that song was more about the hook than anything. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. Okay, so so for you, you just want double digits in a, around an hour. Yeah, at least cl- forty-five to an hour. Give 40, me forty-five to an hour. Fifty to an hour. Yeah, because I, I mean, I'll even I'll take a short album. I don't mind an album because you know if you go back in the days and you look at like albums from the seventies and eighties, some of your some of your parents' favorite albums, they were around nine, ten songs. But they were all amazing songs. Though. Yeah, yeah. And I don't feel like we get that level of quality. Exactly. And there's no, there's not enough artist development for us to get. Exactly. And so that's what I mean. Songs. Like I don't, I'll take nine songs from an artist if it's going to be nine songs of your best work. Mm-hmm. Like, and I, I don't mind that. Certain length too. Like yeah, don't yeah. Give I want me like a two th- minute. Yeah, hey, yeah. When you R&B, give me this fucking <laughs> interlude. That's three seconds long. And, and don't put the word interlude on the track. So I think it's a no, full record. Yeah, I'm hyped as shit. I'm like, okay. And then you, it cuts off at two minutes. I also hate when interludes are fire. Like, don't give me a fire interlude and not finish the song. I hate that shit. Like, it's, we're kind of talking about the same thing here. It's the same thing. I can deal with don't it. give me a fire record that's a minute 45. Yeah, no. Like, don't do that. That's, a, way, like that's a waste of everybody's song. time. You give me musical blue balls. Yeah. That's not cool <laughs> at all. I can't even enjoy it. But I think that... Do you think part of that is like the stream shit? Because the, they know you're gonna play it back. You no, gotta run started, it back a couple times. They started it before streaming shit. Like okay. this has been a trend since like '09. And streaming wasn't really relevant like that in '09. Yeah. To the way it is now. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't like that. Don't give me, don't give me a fire record, and it's only a minute forty-five. Yeah. Um, now Drake kind of went overboard with the twenty-five. I think we agree now because we both want wanted in that fourteen range. He could have um, chopped it down to eighteen, and I'd have been happy. And still called it a double disc. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I wanted to rank Drake's solo project. We're not going to do that. We're going to save that. We're going to get more people in here to okay. talk about Drake's solo albums. We're going to rank those eventually. Um, but quickly, I do want to get have an idea of where you put Scorpion in terms of Drake. Is it in the middle of the pack, towards the front, towards the back? Where, where do you put uh, Scorpion? You don't got to put a number on it. Just front. This, this is dead center for me. This is like number four. Okay. Okay. That's solid. This is what I wanted out of views and didn't get. Mm. But I feel like he's fighting an uphill battle at this point to kind of win some fans back. Because a lot of the like fans from comeback season, room for improvement, we moved to away. now are like, where are you? What, what Who the, are you? What is this? <laughs> like you give me right. And Drake is getting a lot of fucking slack because if any other artist gives you two shit albums, you're done. Well, well, well. Here's the thing though. I think his fan base is is made up mostly of the type of people that de- that weren't there at comeback season. So I, I think what's happening True. is that the majority of his fan base is now pick, has picked up at um, best I ever had, right? But even and, and they've there. grown and they grew at Take Care, which was which was a pretty melodic album. Take Care is probably one of his softer albums, right? Uh, aside from Lord Knows, which is probably his best song, that's my personal opinion. Cause I love rap. You know, I love when niggas really rap. But you know, he he kind of grew this fan fan base that is not really core rap fans. Like I don't think his fan base is that anymore. I think his fan base has, is more segmented to to the broader scope. I think he did what Dicky wanted to do. 
Nicki yeah. wanted to come in on rap and then slowly grow Drift and into a pop star. And, yeah, but she went straight from <coughs> gate to pop. Right, and, and now she's trying to come it. back, and that's a whole yeah. other thing that ain't working. <laughs> Drake has done it more successfully than anybody we've seen do it in a while. Yeah. Uh, I think the last person who had success like this, like, I say this all the time, and niggas laugh me out the window, Drake is Ja Rule, but more polished. I, I can agree with that. I've always thought he was kind of in that same vein. You know, and people hear that and they just can't put it together. And I'm like, you're not listening. No, to I, I, I can, I can see that. I can see that. Um, but, but I think so. This is really just responding to you saying like he gave two whack albums. Like, I don't think his fan base really thinks those are whack albums. We think those are whack albums. But, it, but his, you're right because we're hip hop. Yeah, I, I feel like to his fan base, those were two very good projects. Very like I, I have friends that that love Drake. Um, that will argue to the death of Drake and one day I'm gonna have them on here we're all gonna argue about Drake but they will say Views was dope it wasn't terrible but it wasn't Drake good you know I, I, mean? I feel you. I feel you. I feel I, you. I've, I've heard people say that they. But also, people love more life too. People tell me people people swear by more life. I get that, but I only get it for certain records, and it's only like the big hits on more life. So people are like, if I listen to all of more life, I don't really like it. But if I listen to like the little playlist that I created of more life of eight songs, it's fire. <laughs> like yeah, well, when you have fucking forty to choose from, of course yeah, you pick yeah. forty fire songs. Exactly. Um, so, so, okay, for me, this, this album, I kind of put it right in the middle too. I haven't decided where I'm going to rank it yet. Uh, but it is, it is in the middle trending towards the front. I'm just not sure what I'm going to take out and move around, but it is smack dab in the middle. This is, this is his, this is, this is a solid album. I'm not disappointed, but I'm also not pleased. And I'm only not pleased because it's too many songs. That's the only reason. My only complaint is that it's too many songs. If you take about 10 of those records off, you have a great album. Which I have done. So make sure you guys check in the show notes. In the show notes, I have a Scorpion re-release for you guys. The playlist. Uh, I'll have it also below the, the comments section here on the YouTube channel as well. You guys could watch us on YouTube at Stateline Media. Uh, just Google Stateline Media or High 16. Um, I'll throw a link out there for you guys to check us out on YouTube. Um, so yeah, I have a, a re-release of Scorpion. The album that it should have been. And if you listen to this... I think you'll enjoy the album the way it was meant to be enjoyed because I think he had to make some changes over the time and he had to add a couple of records and we got this long ass album with too many songs. He's going on tour with the Migos. Why are you going on tour with Migos and you got 25 songs to perform? That like, I don't understand. You have 25 songs to choose from plus album. your back catalog. Exactly. So why are you going on tour with the Migos? You don't need them. Why are they with you? I think there's something else behind the scenes we don't really know that you know, as to why he's always lashing on to the Migos. The deal uh, is up. You think he's going to QC? Nah, no. Oh, okay. It was just fun. To <laughs> okay. I hope, I hope not. See like, how many people who actually I hope he's not going to QC. Because he did mention on his album, before we get out of here, he did mention about how, like, he's done with his, like, he's done with his, his contract, supposedly. He mentioned he did six albums and he's done. So I don't think he signs anywhere. I think he... He shouldn't. Through OVO. And if he, he should. does, go to Rock Nation. Yeah, yeah. That's your best player. No, I think that's what's going to happen. I think what's going to happen is OVO is going to split, be their own, become their independent mm-hmm. label because he, like, he doesn't, he, he don't need, yeah, he don't need nobody else. I think then we saw the Jay Z feature on this album, which we didn't talk about much, but I think, I think something has been repaired there, and I think he's going to end up signing to Rock Nation management, <coughs> like so many artists do. I but then go OVO down. is going to be its own imprint, and we're going to see what it does. We're going to see what happens. Cause he don't need he don't need label he don't need cash money he don't need all the niggas like he just needs to just it's time for Drake to just be on his own and just ownership now 
he, yeah. you know, it's time to become a billionaire now. Yeah, that's what that's what that's what it's at now. Stop paying all these niggas in your dollars. Exactly, exactly. So, so, Saladam, those are our opinions on Scorpion. Let us know what you guys think. Leave us some comments um, in the comment section here on YouTube or also on iTunes. Make sure you check us out on social media. You can follow me on social media at StateLineJ, all one word. Um, he is it's Ace uh, Ace Killing Them killin all socials. Ace Killing Them all spell socials. It, there's a problem. <laughs> we'll have it in the show notes for you guys to check, uh, for you guys to see his uh, Instagram and mine as well. Um, I think that's all we got to touch on. Now, some people used to love the "You Ever Heard of" segment. Before we get out of here. And oh, but you got something for that. Though. I got something special for that instead of just giving artists out. And we still might do that here and there and just you suggest artists mean. for y'all to check out. But I've launched a full website called youeverheardof.com, um, which will feature some of the artists that I listen to and that Ace listens to and that a lot of people that I fuck with listen to um, that may not be getting the, the publicity that they deserve. So, so you're going to see a lot of lower tiered artists. You might even see artists you recognize. Um, but overall, we're reaching out to these artists that are independent or that are not as, you know, publicized that aren't, aren't on Drake level. Yeah. You know what I mean? Drake is in our face all the time. There's a lot of dope artists that you guys may or may not know about that I think need to get that publicity. So I created a hub for them called You Ever Heard Of. Um, it's www.youeverheardof.com. I'll put a link in the, in the show notes for you guys to see that as well. Head over to that website, check out the artists, check out the articles, the music, the videos, all this. Subscribe to receive the monthly playlist, because that was another thing people liked, people loved when I used to make playlists for this show. Um, so subscribe, and you'll receive a monthly playlist of, of the artists that are on that website. Um, you got a dope one on there, too. Yeah, you said what? You got a dope one on there, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You said who? Cass. Oh, Casanova? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Cass- yeah. That yeah. album is tough. That Casanova's fire. That That's Casanova's what I wanted fire. Drake to do. I wanted Drake to, like, about <laughs> he not, about But he's not Casanova, though. Nah, he's not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, I got the Casanova album uh, songs on there for you guys to listen to. And then there'll be a link to, like, all the artists' albums that you can go purchase and download. Well, stream now. Yeah. Um, niggas don't download albums anymore, which is good. Uh, so... Um, check it out. You ever heard of .com? It's a great website. I think guys will enjoy it. Um, any artists that are out there that want to get their music heard, you can submit your music there as well. Um, and I kind of want to just, you know, shed some light on the upcoming artists, man, because it's a lot of dope artists out there that ain't getting a lot of respect and a lot of coverage. And uh, that's why I'm here. I just want to let y'all know if y'all do submit something and it's whack and it's it's whack enough for me to like have some fun with it. <laughs> It's a good chance I'm gonna write an article about it. Yeah, yeah. That's fun as hell. Yeah, please, please, uh, you know. Be able to take feedback uh, when you submit your criticism. music. I'm going to give constructive criticism. I'm not the type to be like, your shit trash and then never email me again. Like, I want it to be a central hope where people are comfortable. I, but but if it's really whack, if it's catchy and whack at the same time, you might get you might be on to something. I will point blank tell you that your shit is trash. <laughs> but I will also give you constructive criticism on how to try to fix it. There it is. Things you should work on. All right. All right. So please check out the website. Check us out on social media. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being patient. We will be back. Um... Another small change, the show may not be every week. We're going to try to come back to you guys at least twice a month, though. So every other week at least. Maybe over time we'll, we'll become, uh, we'll start coming in here every week or so. But as of now, every two weeks, you guys can check out High 16. Follow us on social media. Uh, we'll talk to you guys soon, all right? I know what it is. High 16, the one podcast in the world. Yes, sir. Peace.